Michael Hayes was coming up on his 52 years of life and realized he was friends with a whole lot of people on social media, had a lot of friends on Facebook, but didn't actually see them very often at all. So he started out on a bold mission. It was 52 lunches in 52 weeks, and we're here to talk about it. This is Michael Hayes' second shot. On Second Shot, we cover two new stories every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And at the heart of every one of these stories are people, just like you and me, who've had to overcome incredible odds, to face the greatest challenges, to struggle and fight back. But now, we're changing it up. In these episodes, we're skipping the headlines and going straight to the people that inspire us to grow, to be bold, seek change, and act courageously when the rest of the world may not. A second look, a second chance, a second shot. This is Second Shot Sit-Downs with your host, Jenny Anchando. Welcome into Second Shot, everybody. We have Michael Hayes here with us as our guest. Good morning. Hi. Thanks for having me. I feel honored. I am so excited to get into this. This is something I've wanted to talk about for a while. Also, Matt is here, producer Matt in the house. What is going on? I want to see the camera that you're in. Yeah. How's that? Can you see me in here with my brick wall and everything behind me? I think it's super shabby chic wall. You like it? I do. I did it all myself. I did all the interior design here. Amazing. (laughs) I'm a man of many talents. (laughs) So if you guys are watching on the video version, you see that we are in a different studio for today. Some things are changing on the Second Shot podcast. We cannot give you all the details about everything. But for now, we are in this new studio, which is kind of fun. Um, If you're listening on the podcast, you probably won't hear any difference. But just know we are overlooking our fine city in Dallas, Texas. Okay, Michael, let's get into this. What... What led? I love hearing about it, and it was actually one of your friends that let me know that emailed me and was like, "Hey, this might be of interest to you." But what made you think, "Okay, I want to do this fifty-two lunches in fifty-two weeks situation"? At the end of twenty eighteen, as most people do, are wrapping up the year and start to think about, "Okay, what am I going to do next year? What's going to be my goal?" Yeah. And and I've done all of the stereotypical. Um, new year, new me, lose weight, um, you know, exercise, all of those things. <laughs> new year, same me. And, yeah. Every and, time. And I was just like, you know, 17 days later, back to normal. Yeah. And, and I didn't want to do that. And so I was thinking, what can I do? What can I do? Well, I'm very fortunate in my business that I do a lot of traveling. And, um, and my schedule is pretty free for me to set it up the way that I want it. Yeah. Um, and I don't have a lot of, of stipulations of where I have to be you know, and what like I have to do. You're not like in an office, nine to five. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Clock. And so I thought, you know, what if I try to have lunch with one of my friends every day for the entire year, or not every day, I'm sorry, every, every week, week yeah. for the entire year of 2019, um, because I have all of these friends on Facebook, but you don't, you only see the highlight reels and you don't see all of the, what's really going on in their lives. Right. And I wanted to get more of a human connection, find out what's going on with people, what inspires them, what struggles they have. Um, just things like that. The real things. Well, and it's true. You know, you, you bring that up. I think we see a highlight reel, but we also see when things get really bad, we will see that. Mm-hmm. But you may not know that somebody's been struggling with something for a long, long, long time. 
Correct. And, and then true. you find out at the end, oh gosh, you know, they've really been struggling. They posted they lost a job and you didn't know that it wasn't going well for them mm-hmm. all, all along or something like that. That's interesting. Right. So let's talk about your business. Um, I've followed you guys on social media for a while mm-hmm. because you're, you know, part of the second shot fam. Right. So tell us about your business and, and that thing um, so that they can understand the, that contextually. So my business is Tent My Glass. We are a commercial and residential window tinting company. And um, I do work all over the state of Texas. Uh, so I'm able to, that's where the travel comes uh-huh. in. Um, and we, but we mostly service Dallas Fort Worth area. So he's got this mobile business. So he gives a little flexibility, but, I, and I know what some people are thinking. They're thinking, oh, that was easy for Michael to do. Cause he's got his business. I have a different kind of job. I could never do that. But I, I challenged that thinking and we'll probably get into that a little bit later, but when you first came up with the idea, how did you launch it? Did you just randomly invite somebody to lunch or did you post well, it online? No, I went, well, I, um, I went to Facebook and, and I announced my goal. This is what I want to do. Is anyone interested in having lunch? Didn't know what I <laughs> was going to get. Didn't know what I was going to get. Was I going to get silence or were a lot of people going to say, I'll go, I'll go. Were you a little um, bit nervous, be honest? Were you a little absolutely. bit nervous that nobody would say anything? That would be my first fear is that nobody's going to want to do it. Or I'd have like my two friends that I always see. Exactly, exactly. Or I would, the the, the, the 10 people that I normally go to lunch with, yes. we're going to go, like, you know. And then that, 10, 10 in, Exactly, you're yeah. right. Um, so I announced it on Facebook. And then I started getting a good response. And I said, well, let me make a list of my friends. So I made a list of 52 people that, I thought that I could make this happen over the course of a year. So after I made my list, week one comes around. Thursday, hey, I don't have anything going on today. Who can I call? I called 10 people. All 10. I can't go today. Oh, my God. Did you want to quit right then? I didn't want to quit, but I was afraid. Oh, it's the first week and I'm already going to fail at my goal. Yeah. How am I? So I thought, okay, after the 10 rejections that I got, I was like, I oh, need to rethink They weren't things. rejections. Well, they just they were, were busy that day. They but were yeah. postponements. Yeah. Um, but I was, I had, I had to step back and, and rethink my goal is 50% dependent on someone else committing to my goal. Uh. So I said, okay. I'm going to switch this up a little bit. And instead of trying to do one every week, I'm going to do 52 throughout the year. And it might happen one this week, three next week, and then none for three weeks. Or who sure. knows what's going to happen. Yeah, it, that was but, smart. But, but just switching it up just a little bit to make it accommodate others, I was able to get through it. I like that as it relates to global goal setting in general and commitment making, as we talked about in the episode with Tiffany Hendra, because our, our we have to set our goals, but we have to be flexible in that. If you come up upon an obstacle, you don't just quit. You say, okay, well, let me see if I can do a work. Exactly. It sounds like just a, just a little modification. So you modified and how did you ultimately, so that Thursday you had nobody. How did you end up finding people to kind of kick things off with? Well, because I put that on Facebook um, and, and, I, th- I feel like that that Facebook and social media in general gets a bad rap a lot of times because there's so much negativity and and all of the for sure. the the bad stuff that we hear. But it has really been a way for me to connect with friends, old friends, and even find new friends. Um, so I, did so you called somebody? 
I called somebody, um, and well, and I called the 10 people on the Thursday, uh-huh. and nobody could go. And then I had somebody call me on Friday. Hey, are you available? So we got the, oh, the, yeah. the we did get, I did get the, the first week in, um, in the, in the allotted time that I had originally set. Um, it just didn't happen on the day that I wanted it. Sure. It, it happened on, on, not on my terms, but on God's terms. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah that's yeah. life for you. Huh? Yeah, exactly. So then this, here's what I imagine. And tell me if this is true. Once people started seeing you post about this on social media, then they kind of like want in or they're understanding it well, or, or that's, ex- like that? that's exactly what happened. So once the ball started to get rolling, then I had other people, Hey, when is my turn? When is my turn? Mm. I want to go. I want to go. And some of the people that were responding to me were not on the original list of 52. So my list started growing. Oh. And then I was like, Oh, this is getting kind of crazy. But the ball kept rolling and it just snowballed. And I had, sometimes I would have lunch with one or two people at a time. Sometimes he's having uh, brunch and lunch. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, we were doing breakfast, lunch, and dinner in three different locations. Um, I didn't have it that that crazy. But, but, um, but there were some that were back-to-back a couple of days. Um, and, um, and I got through the 52 somewhere around... I think it was August or September. And how many it did you really end up with? It really sped up. And I ended up with a total of 70. By I had the last one on uh, New Year's Eve on January 31st. The last one was number 70. Oh, you rocked it out. Yeah, so well, I far exceeded my goal. Was there anybody on that list that you, that you had really had a strong intention of wanting to sit down with and wanting to reconnect with that in an entire year you were ne- never able to meet up with? Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. There was there was one person that, and we tried and we tried and we tried, and it was just schedules didn't um, align uh, for whatever reason, and um, and so there were. Who was that? Um, it was a dear friend of mine from all the way back to elementary school, mm. um, and and I think we'll still we'll be able to to get together maybe this year, and there were probably about five, five maybe five to ten that I didn't get from my original list that I do want to, to still try to, sure. to hook up with them um, in, in sometime here in the near future. So you sent me a list, a kind of a, a top 10 list mm-hmm. of 10 things that you learned. And I, I just yeah. find this really interesting. Some of them were what I expected and some of them were not. First thing you okay. say is social media is not all bad. <laughs> that is correct. So that was the number one thing that yeah. you learned. Yeah. Um, how so? Was it just well, nice I, to see there's, people? There's no way that I could have put this together without social media. Yeah. I, I, I don't have contact names and numbers of those 52 people if it wasn't for Facebook. Um, you know, I don't have all those numbers in my phone book or, or in, my, in my phone. Um, and so without social media, I would have never been able to, uh, one, get in contact with the people and two, create the buzz that had other people wanting to join Isn't because nobody would have known. Nobody was wanting to have lunch with Michael. <laughs> and then all of a sudden everybody else is and then everyone's on board. <laughs> that's, that's not you That's, that's but, kind of the way it happened. But that's you know that's how we are. It's like we see somebody else is doing something we're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that sounds that sounds fun." They, right. they like the movement. Did people enjoy the movement and the concept and the idea of it? Oh, yes, absolutely. There's yeah. there lots of people were and and then they 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 were intrigued and they they kept up with it. Because oh, they so want to see, okay, you, like, who's, who's a, next? Oh, yeah, who's, they who's my to next see. person? Who's who's who am I going to have lunch with now? Um, because a lot of the people 
that I did go to lunch with were were friends that I'd known for for thirty years and hadn't you know maybe haven't seen in twenty years or something, and so because they're you know they're because I I was born and raised here um, yeah, so and I and I went to school here and so they're you know so everybody is here and and then when they would see I hope that it that it inspired other people to to try to reconnect with old friends because when I would have lunch with a particular person and then maybe a mutual friend would see that, oh, I want to have lunch with them. I want to see oh, them. Things like that. With, Reconnect with, with old, old people. Yeah. friends. Oh, yeah. gosh. I've got a 20-year reunion coming up, and I'm so excited about it because a lot of those people I've, I really have not seen in 20 years. Yes, exactly. And I do want to know how they're doing. And some sure. of them I'm friends with on Facebook, but to your point, you don't really know. Exactly. Like we say, yeah. oh, we stay on there to keep up with each other, and, and I've always said that, but – do I really know what's going on in their lives? No. I know mm-hmm. I saw their family Christmas card. Right. <laughs> you right. know, I saw their perfectly put together outfits. I mm-hmm. saw that they you know their best day, but I yeah, don't exactly. know what's going on in their hearts right now. Correct. Hey, Matt, question for you. Yes. When's the last time you, <laughs> Matt, our resident hermit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a bad, this may be a bad question for me. <laughs> when is, I, uh, I'll answer this too. When is the last time you sat down and had lunch with somebody? Um, I'll, I'll be honest. It was this weekend. It was this past oh. weekend. Um, but it was a similar situation. And what you're saying, Michael, like resonates with me a lot because, and I think with a lot of people probably in, in, in modern days, because, uh, social media isn't necessarily bad, but it does give you the, the illusion of human contact where yes. you're seeing, you're not having a back and forth conversation. It's kind of one-sided conversations, but you feel like, well, you know, I know what that person's up to. Um, when in reality, you're not really having a personal connection with anybody, really. Um, and so, yeah, I, it was a, a friend of mine from back when I was, I mean, probably six years old. And we, we were still friends, and we still kept in touch, but it was not very often. And I, I knew he, was, he had some vacation time around the holidays, so I just said, hey, uh, you busy tomorrow? And this was on Friday for Saturday. And I said, you busy tomorrow? Let's go to Fort Worth. And he said, yeah, absolutely. So, um, and the other thing about that to me was it was not a big thing. And I don't know if you experienced this, Michael, but it was not like this Herculean effort to try to get lunch together. It was right. really just, it's like it was 10 really bucks just asked the for question. the most part, it wasn't. It yeah. was just, when do you have available? Okay, I'm available. Okay, let's do it. Where do you want to go? Let's meet and let's have a place. And that's, that's that was pretty much it. It was it's pretty quick. It's a lot most, easier than I think part. people th- people, people it's make be. it up to be something. Yes. Right. Exactly. yes, and and you know something that I that I witnessed and it and it I kind of I kind of noticed. I guess I was more sensitive to the the statement of you run into somebody. Hey, we should get together and go to lunch. But do they really mean that? It never it, happens. It's just a question. It's just yeah. like that statement that's just thrown out there so easily. Hey, we let's get so together and true. go to lunch. Let's get together and go to lunch, and then you never do. You guys are never going to lunch with right. me. You're always saying let's go to lunch. And then the next time you see them at a, they say it again. Yeah. Oh, we we really need to get together. Well, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Don't talk about it. Let's. When do you have available? I have available. Let's get together. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Jenny? When was the last time you? Um, yeah, I used to do. I'm pretty social, and I've realized since having a child how how much I enjoyed being social because it limits some of that. You know, she's mm-hmm. two and a half, so uh, you know, and she she naps from one to three, so it's kind of like lunchy window. Um, and I used to go to lunch. I would say at least once a week with a friend. Mm-hmm. I and I always worked the morning shift, so I would get off at 
noon or one and be able to have lunch. Yeah. Since having her, I've really missed that. Of course, I love my lunches with her. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Um, but I've I've missed that. So I'm trying to think when the last time Heath and I go to lunch like every, uh, every Sunday all the time. We uh, invited some friends to lunch after church a few Sundays ago. Mm-hmm. And they're friends that we see often. And uh, it's interesting because I think you get into a flow with certain friends mm-hmm. and they and they're really easy and you kind of know their schedule, you know their flow, you know you can say, "Oh, let's we're going to meet at Fernando's, which is our favorite little family friendly Mexican spot in Dallas. We're going to go to Fernando's and hey, you know, Monica and Bill, do you guys want to come?" But outside of that, mm-hmm. it's I mean, I don't know. Some friends probably going to remind me, "Hey, we had lunch last week." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um but I do miss that. And so uh you know, and, and I'm in, we're all in just different phases. All three of us are in such different phases. So I think right now my phase is, you know, connecting with other moms that have kids or people who don't mind a child at lunch or people who mm-hmm. don't mind, oh, I've got to pick her up from her school program by 1.30, so we got to eat early. But uh, it's an interesting – I love the lesson on, on connection because I know for me I'm definitely somebody who needs that. But if I get out of the flow of it, mm-hmm. I'm, out, I'm out of the, the flow of it. And something that, that you brought up when we were speaking about this on the phone that I thought was so important to point out is – that if somebody really wants to see you, mm-hmm. they will. Absolutely. And that's kind of the... I, I, I truly believe yeah. that, um, that if if someone wants to see you or spend time with you, they will find the time. Uh, if they don't, they'll make excuses. Yeah. yeah. That's a, was that a hard realization? Uh, kind of, because there were there were some that I had this, this anticipation. Like, I was looking forward to it, and it just, you know, didn't come out. It just didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. That, that is hard. Also, I mean, it's. I think that's hard initially, but also it opens up time for all these other, for your 70 other friends. Right, exactly. I mean, do exactly. you, Matt, do you have 70 people? No. <laughs> that no. you there's, can have lunch with? There's no way. I, 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 I can't even say that I know 70 people's names right now. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> well... You got you got me, Michael, Zach, and Heath to start. Yeah, so I've got four. <laughs> There's your four. Yeah. <laughs> were were some of them more distant? Were some of them people that you didn't really know that well? And were you ever nervous? Like, ah, oh, this is gonna be awkward. I don't really know this well, person that well. Yes, there were there were a few of those that <laughs> um that I didn't that I haven't seen in since graduation day. Did you ever and not recognize somebody? No, because of Facebook yeah. I, I see them. I, so I, I at least I knew what they looked like, but I didn't know their story. I didn't know what was going on with them for the last 30 years. And those were actually some of the best lunches and conversations that I had is really finding out what has happened in someone's life over the last 30 years. Yeah. Um, um, you know, I, I think I told you, um, you know, mainstream media tells us that if we're different, that we can't be friends. And one of the most, or people tell people that. That, that, can, like, that happens too. It might be the media, it might be people. That's, but yes, but either way, that, that's, that's a strong message right now. But one yeah. of the most memorable and, and significant lunches that I had was with a friend that is the complete opposite of me. Uh-huh. Gay, liberal, atheist. I mean, every category yeah. that you want to make up. They fit that category, and we are total opposite. And we had a great conversation. We had a great lunch, and we walked away as friends. We didn't hate each other when yeah. we were done. Well, and so here's the thing, Michael. You say that the, the category, and that's the thing. It is just a category. Mm-hmm. And we're also ever-evolving people, I would like to point out. 
Yes. None of us are the same. I don't know. Maybe, maybe some of you are. I most certainly am not the same person that I was at, you know, at 10, at 18, at 20, 25. Correct. So we're ever evolving. So I think it's also, you know, when you can go into those lunches with just a sense of, um, just that we're all on our journeys and we all have, we all have reasons for believing the way we believe. We, we, we all, especially people who have very strong, um, you know, affirmations in, in who they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, there's a reason for them feeling like that. So who are, who yes. are we to say um, exactly. there's exactly. something wrong and that we can't have a connection? So I like that you pointed out that you solidified your friendship. Yes, absolutely. And um, to kind of go along with what you were saying is some of those people, just because we grew up in the same town and we know the same people and we went to the same schools, doesn't mean that we have anything in common today. Mm-hmm. And the people that I may have met on social media um, and only have a relationship over the last two or three years are some of my best friends because we have so much in common. Now. Now. Yeah. In, in this this stage of life. Right, where you, where yeah. you thought, oh, gosh, we're going to really reconnect, but but really you didn't have a, a touch point. That's correct, yes. Uh, do, you, do you think that that friend was worried at all, the one that you said you had the great conversation with? Um, do you think that that friend was worried at all that you would be coming from a place of judgment or anything like that? Or, mm. Do you think they were nervous I, about I, that I meeting considering I, I, you po- seemed so possi- often? Possibly. Um, I didn't really think that all the way through, and I don't know what they were thinking. But I hope that they came away from the lunch feeling the same way that I did. Yeah, it that, sounds like it was that, positive. That we're, we're both, you know, friends and humans, and, and, and we can still, even though we, we can agree to disagree um, and, and carry on with our lives and not hate each other just because of difference. Yeah, man, yeah. we all need connection. We all need someone to have lunch with. <laughs> we all need a friend. I mean, my gosh, we all need a friend. Okay, this is so good. I, I want to get into your top 10 things that you learned. Okay. We are going to do that. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of other stuff. We may even do a question of the day. We'll have that in the second segment of Second Shot. Quick break to tell you about, gosh, a company that has saved us in so many different ways. You've heard us talk about myllc.com. So this is the space that we've gone to when we are setting up LLCs. They also set up corporations. And what they do is they make sure that all the legal stuff is checked off, and they also make sure that it's sent to you in the most succinct, efficient way. So that's one thing. The other thing that you get is, you know, I'm somebody that I was really new to business. I did not study business. This is uh, really a new part of my experience. So I was able to, you know, get them on the phone and have them explain what we were doing and what we were walking through. So they have actually made a really generous offer for our listeners. You're going to get $99 off the formation of a new LLC. So if you are starting a big business or a corporation, this works. Also, if you're somebody who's doing kind of a side hustle, it is you got to protect that, that money in that business and put it in something separate and create an LLC for it. So the code is 99MYLLC, or you can go to myllc.com slash second shot and then go through and that will give you the opportunity to save $99 off the formation of an LLC or a corporation. You guys know we wouldn't have anybody on here if we didn't believe in them a billion percent and if we hadn't used them ourselves over and over and over again. So again, myllc.com slash second shot or use the code 99myllc. 
We are back with Michael Hayes. He has a company called Tip My Glass. And most importantly, he started this mission of 52 lunches in 52 weeks. He's got a shirt that says, it's not about the food. If you're watching the video version, you are saying that. And I, I like that concept in general. So much of life is surrounded around food, but it's really just, that's just like our conductor mm -hmm. to get us together, exactly. right? Um, exactly. How did the shirt come about? Well, um, my dear friend Rhonda Layton has a company called Seeds to Soar, and she makes t-shirts with inspirational sayings on them. Love that. And we were having our lunch um, somewhere about midway in the 20s, I guess, um, the 21st or so lunch. And in our conversation, um, she was kind of asking me, how's it going? You know, what's going on? How's, how's all this playing out? And yeah. And, uh, and, and we, and I said, you know, it's not really about the food, um, out of these 70 lunches that I had, I can't really name one restaurant that just stuck out in my head of, <laughs> oh, this was, this place was, this place was so good. <laughs> I, 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 if I go back and think about it, I can tell you where yeah. we ate, but it, that wasn't, that wasn't the, 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 the important part. The important part was the connection. So, um, so when we were talking and I told her and she said, so it's not about the food. Mm. And then she thought, oh, that's yes. going to be a great T-shirt. So, oh, so, so she made this T-shirt for me and sent it to me in the mail. And and, uh, and so I wore it today. You've gone ahead and started your own brand. I love it. <laughs> so we talked about first thing you learn, social media is not all bad. Second thing, people want to be included. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and that's where the snowball effect started. When, when people started to see what I was doing. And um, and see the connections that I was having. That's when I started getting more requests. Hey, when is my turn? When is my turn? Um, I want to go. I want to go. So it, that was fun. That was fun to see that people were interested in what I was doing. Yeah. Well, and, that, and you're you, exactly they're being include, included, but you're also getting some validation that your idea is valuable to other people. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. and they're enjoying it too. So the the other thing. People like to talk about themselves. Well, yes. There were there were several lunches where I went and I just listened. <laughs> People, we've had those, haven't we? Just, everybody, yeah, you know, just hey, what's going on? And for an hour, here, for, here it came for an hour. Where, are you, what town are you from in Texas? Um, I was born in Waxahachie. Okay. Um, and I currently live in Plano. Okay. What do you? What's the population in Waxahachie? Um. When I was there, it was very small, maybe 10,000, but okay. I think it's grown. I don't even know where it is now. It's it's crazy it's, down it's there. My parents now, yeah. my parents still live there, and they just complain about the traffic. Uh, so I don't know how many people live there now. I think it's that gives perspective for people knowing, you know, where you come from, because not every, most certainly people listen to this podcast from all over the world, so mm -hmm. not everybody's from Texas, so they might not know it. But, yeah, so we grew up in right. a town of about 10,000, which is definitely not the tiniest Texas town. Right. Um, you know, to Heath, that would have been the big city. But sure. to a lot of us, you know, it is small, so it's interesting, because, yeah, you're catching up on mm -hmm. all these, you know, kind of small town stories stories that mm -hmm. you they might not have heard. Mm -hmm. um, not everyone offers good quality content. Mm. That's the, I mean, so you just didn't connect with everybody. Correct. Yes. And, and not that it's a bad thing. Um, um, like I said, just because we've known each other for 30 years doesn't mean we have common interests. So they're talking about my, their interest and I talk about my interest. We just didn't connect. And, and I just felt like sometimes there was not quality content in the conversation. Mm -hmm. so. Like you probably won't go to lunch with them again. Absolutely. 
Were there any fights? Were there any arguments oh, or drama? No, 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 no. no. Oh. It was there was there was not. The, no, out of uh, out of all of them, there was never any drama. It was <laughs> it was just calm and and fun. Yeah, it, it, yeah. No need for drama. Yes, yes. I, tr I try to live a drama free life. So yeah, I'm with you on yeah. that. I like the lesson about you. You don't have to have been you know known somebody for thirty years to be best friends. Correct. And. Mm -hmm. Matt, tell me if I'm like way off base on this. Uh -huh. I think guys tend to do this way more. Is think that their friends have to be the person that they went to high school with, and they don't as much make friends as adults. I think like, that's true. Is I, that true? I, I mean, absolutely. I, I I always thought that was just a. Uh, that's just me. Uh, I, I mean, I've certainly made <laughs> I've certainly made friends later in life, and a lot of my good friends, people who I would consider some of my best friends right now, are people who I've met say in the last ten years. Um, but when I look at it, when I think of who is my best friend, it's probably the guy who I went and had lunch with, who I've known since I was a, a child, like since, you know, kindergarten, basically. And that hasn't changed. Why is that, do you think? I don't know. Cause I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just like a... I don't know. I, you know, for, for us, it was... We have this bond of just running around through the woods out in the country and just, like, doing all this stuff that, I guess, you know, I don't have that with other people. It's, it's work relationships and things like that that, that I have now. Okay, I'm going to give an um, unexpert hypothesis, an, <laughs> an uneducated, yeah. non-expert opinion. I think that sometimes some guys, you know, just people in general, but I, I see it like in you guys, and I know Heath is the same way, have a harder time opening up about like even just explaining the stories of their childhood and running around in the country. So it makes mm -hmm. it harder to actually get that connection in adult life because you're not sharing your full self. It's just yeah. sort of like, oh, hey, what's going on, man? That sort of thing. You're not getting as deep as soon. Is you that know, wrong? Uh, I, think you're, I think you're right on that. But some of the um, more intimate relationships that I have with other males have come from more recent years and uh -huh. having things in common and maybe life changes. Uh -huh. um, you know, maybe if you were younger and you used to go out and you're, you're in the social scene and you did the, you were out there yeah. with everybody oh, all yeah, the time. Yeah. And then as you get older, your priorities change and you find people that have those same interests that they're not into that life anymore. They share what's going on with you now or mm -hmm. what's going on with them, with them, today versus, you know, what they were doing 15, 20 years ago. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, I just wonder if there's something something to that. I don't know. We'll have to have an expert on someday to talk about it. But Matt Heath would, I think, say the same thing. Yeah. Most of his friends, we just had one of his friends, Ty, come over and, you know, hang out and watch football. His wife was out of town. And it's like his one of his childhood best friends. Mm -hmm. And those are the people who I know from Heath. And Heath has not lived in his hometown. You know, he moved out when he was 18. Mm-hmm. You know, but those are still the people he's connected to, and so I, I don't, I, I wonder what, what that is. Not, maybe, not to make this off topic, but is it infuriating for you to be around? Because like I know for oh, me, oh no, it's so fun. I know for me, it's like <laughs> when I get around like my friends from home, it's like uh, we're we're speaking our own language. We're yeah. talking about, like we are saying things that my wife like will be leaving, and she she goes, "Who are you? Like what are you <laughs> Yeah, it is. I wouldn't say infuriating, yeah. but it's interesting. I, I have yeah. I like I like seeing Heath in his element too, and, yeah, and I think right. he feels like that in his element. But I also think you know he has so much to offer the world, and we are not always you know. I've moved so much, so I've been able to sort of like pick up close friends in different cities and things like that, mm -hmm. and so I want. 
you know, and Heath has, you know, great friends in Dallas too, but on that level where you can have your own secret language mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right. <laughs> I yeah. just think it's kind of fun. Um, something else you put on your top 10 list was contrary to what mainstream media tells us, people with opposite views can have quality conversations. So I, w- I want to go back to that point really quickly about mm-hmm. uh, the gentleman. I want to know, was the initial contact, did he reach out to you? Did you reach out to him? The guy who you thought, gosh, we're so opposite. I hope we um, get along. I think he might have reached out to me. I don't remember specifically, but I think that he was one of those that said, hey, I want to be on your list. Are you going to be in my part of town? And that was the beauty about my situation. You might say, hey, we need to get together for lunch, but I live in Plano and you live in Waxahachie. That's 40 miles away. How How do we do that? But... I can come to you. That was yeah, that was the way you it was. Made the effort. I made the effort. You tell me when you're available, and I'll be there. And and so I would drive to. He in this particular um, particular case was in Fort Worth, uh-huh. so I drove to Fort Worth. That's a sign of um, a good friend. But I had um, I had a lunch in Houston, San Antonio, Austin, College Station, Orange County, California. Phoenix, Arizona. Oh my gosh! Yes. So oh, were you already going to be in those places for work, or yes, okay. yes, or or family, okay. um, or for some reason I was going to be in those places, and so I knew I have a friend here, I have a friend here, I have a friend here. Let's get together when I'm in town, and we made it happen. Now, if you hadn't had this mission, would you have reached out to those people, or would you mm, have just gone? Good question. Um, I would say about 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the beauty about setting a goal. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty was, about setting well, a goal. Because there was the intention. There's the there's intention behind it. It's mm-hmm. not just, oh, I happen to be in town. I'll see you if I see you. Right. Yeah, that's really nice. I go back to where I'm from in Idaho a couple of times a year, and I very frequently see zero people mm-hmm. besides my immediate family. Right. And to an extent, I really like that because I just cherish my time with my family so, so much. Mm-hmm. But then also I think, oh, gosh, I could probably reach out to a couple more people. Right. <laughs> so I don't show up at the reunion a total stranger. <laughs> well, and I think that happens to a lot of us is we if we go back to our hometowns, our, our main purpose for going there was to see family. And then we just only have a certain amount of time that we're there. Yeah. We have to take the time with our family and then try to mix in some friends yes. um, versus making the friends the priority and try to mix in the family. Um, I guess it depends on your dynamics, but yeah. Uh, but that was the, no, when I, um, when I went, was in California, when I was in Arizona, um, both of those were intentional. We're going to have lunch while I'm here. Did anybody, was every, was it always well received when you invited somebody to lunch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. I think so because people want to be included. Yeah, 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 I think that's I, such I, a great message. I, I don't think um, I didn't. I don't think I had one. That's like, I don't know if I want to have lunch with you. <laughs> the other takeaway I have, Michael, is that when it, that the amount of years you haven't seen each other mm-hmm. does not matter because that's what holds me back from reaching out to people. Is I think, gosh, mm-hmm. we haven't talked in ten years. Right. You know, I I don't know if she's going to want to hang out with me or if she's going to think. Oh, you let the friendship drop off, or I let mm-hmm. the friendship drop off. I really like the message of, you know, it's never too late to reconnect with somebody. Well, exactly. And a lot of times when you connect with, or in my case, when I would connect with those older people um, or older friends, we would pick up right where we left off. Oh. Uh, you know, you could just, it was just like we were back at whatever stage. Absolutely. It was, um, 
there there wasn't a lot of distance there. So what do you think? You think you're going to inspire a whole mission with this? Is it, you know, would you would you encourage people to do this? Would you I, you know? I encourage people to do it. I don't know if it will inspire a mission because 52 is a pretty daunting task for most people, and that was the that was the reaction that I got when I first announced this. How are you going to go to lunch with 52 people? Yeah, but and, that's the thing and, about goals. They, and, they're not supposed to be easy. Well, exactly. And so what I would encourage people to do is if you don't have the flexibility like I have to do 52, do 12. Yeah, one a month. One a month. Just make one a month and, and, and set the intention of we're going to do it on this day, at this time, at this place, not just the casual we should get together. Oh. We should, that should be the title of this episode. We, we should, should get together because how many of you guys have that happen? Right, exactly. Happens to me all the time. And I do think people have the de- best of intentions. They don't, they mean do, they but don't lives are busy. To. Lives are busy. And unless you put it on the calendar, again, just like any other goal, mm-hmm. you accomplish this just like any other goal. And I'm, I'm, I'm wonder what the difference is between this and the other goals you set that you were not able to achieve over the years. I was committed. Yeah. Yeah. I was committed really to this. To yeah, through. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it changed your life? Oh, of course. Oh, and in, in, in many ways, um, because now now I have this larger group of friends, I guess, mm-hmm. um, and and I got to see other parts of people's lives and the things that people struggle with, and the things that they've overcome. Um, I had lunch with people that had addiction problems, um, people that felt that um, maybe they wanted to end their life Mm. um, and they all came through it. Mm -hmm. And hearing those stories just inspires me to continue to, to move on, um, give back. You know, I've been very blessed in my life and, and um, I want to give back and help people to, um, to rekindle those relationships, um, expand their own um, giving I guess is the is the word, um, and and find um, you know find something else that I can do this year moving forward. You know what can I do to inspire people this year? That's that's beautiful. You're an amazing man, Michael. You really Thank are. You. Yeah, you really are. And and just I'm so impressed by this mission. So I do want to do a quick question of the week, Matt, and I guess it'll just be you and I answering this one. Okay. And I'm springing it on you. We didn't talk about it ahead of time, but here we go. The question of the week is this. Just because I want to get, as always with these questions, I want to get people's wheels turning. Mm -hmm. I want them to start thinking and and about possibly being intentional with this. So the question is this. Who is one person from your past that you would like to sit down and have lunch with? Just one person. Doesn't have to be 52 people. Who is one person? You don't even have to do it. We're just asking to answer the question. We'll post it on social media. We'll put it on the Instagram page at Second Shot Podcast. We'll put it in the super top secret but not so secret Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Second Shot. Who is the one person from your past you would like to sit down and have lunch with? Mm. Who would it be, Matt? You Um, already had that one, your one friend. I, I did. So I checked one of them off. Um, I, I guess I would say along those same lines, I have one older friend who we have literally been friends since we were babies. Like we were 
we were raised in the same crib almost. Oh. Um, and after high school, he moved away, and we kind of lost touch. I reconnected with him a little bit in college, but since college, I really haven't talked to him all that much. I don't even really know where he is. Um, so I think, for me, it would be very nice to reconnect with that person. His name's Joe. I don't know if he's out there. He knows exactly exactly who he is <laughs> from Springtown. What up, Joe? Um, what but, up, Joe? Uh, yeah, that would be that would be cool. I don't know. Like it's it's one of those things where we we kind of diverged a little bit in in our interests, and I don't know if it's hard to say if we would be still best friends like we were, like literally as close as brothers. But um, it would be nice to to know at least. I think. I think I would do. Oh, there's so many. I'm going to want to cheat again. He said, you've got to stop cheating on these questions and giving more than one answer. You ask it, and then, like, yeah. I I asked it. Okay. Oh, okay. This is not person. It's not really a friend, but I think we could be friends now. This was my boss at my first TV station, my general manager, and he was somebody who took so much time and, and, like, invested so much time in my work and, you know, helping out, and and now I understand. Further along in the business, I understand that general managers don't usually help out reporters. It'd be like the principal going and I don't know, helping a kindergartner just like with their homework or something. Yeah. It just doesn't really work that way. And I, I have such a greater understanding. And I, I want to know how he's doing. He was a remarkable person. I want to know how he's doing, um, how his family's doing. He's living in California now and uh, I think managing some stations there and stuff. And I would like to, I don't know, update him on myself and tell him thank you. For investing time in me. Send so, him the podcast. Yeah, you know, I should send him the podcast. I put, we're friends on Facebook, but to your point, that doesn't mean anything. No. <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean that they see your stuff. they got the algorithms, you know. Right. So I should maybe send him the podcast and then just tell him when I'm in town or he's in town. And I think what keeps me from doing this, to be honest with you, Michael, even though I, I consider myself to be a people person and pretty social, mm-hmm. I get nervous about seeing people I haven't seen in a long time. Really? really? I really do. Yes. Hmm. I always wonder, are they going to remember the things that I remember? Are they going to recognize me? I don't know. Right. <laughs> Just like, are they, are they going to want to talk to me? Are they going to think, gosh, why, why, was, why is she reaching out for me? Um, oh, you know what? The big thing, I'm going all over the place, but before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you this. Do you think anybody was concerned? It sounds like there were no business intentions behind this at all. This was 100% mm-hmm. personal. Mm-hmm. Do you think people were concerned that you were like reaching out to try to sell them something from your business? Or did it not dawn on you? Uh, it didn't dawn on me. But what I did try to do is if I if we had the conversation and either I knew going into it or I found out during our lunch that that person has a uh, a business or a side hustle or yeah. or uh, an MLM that they're working in yeah. or you know whatever, um, I tried to put that in my post um, to support them and yes. encourage people to go to. To their website yes, or um, lotions and potions, exactly lotions car and repair, potions, car repair, and <laughs> exactly yeah. anything. Well, uh, roofers, I had roofers, um, construction people, automotive people, um, you know, just anything. I tried to promote their business when when I made the the post. Oh, I love that so much. I yeah. just i I respect you even more. It is. You know, for people, we have a lot of people who run small businesses that listen to this mm-hmm. show. It's a big part of our audience, and, I, and people know how the, the struggle is real. And sometimes the last people to support you mm-hmm. are the people who are your closest friends. That's, that's Why exactly are we right. doing that, you guys? That's exactly right. So yeah. I like that you took the initiative to whatever somebody is passionate about at that moment, and they're trying, mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, we're, we're going to 
buy these products from somebody. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, when the tornado comes, you're going to get your roof done. <laughs> yes, you're going to get your roof done. You may as well go to somebody that, that is a, a, a you know trusted connection. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, well, Matt, we've got some luncheon to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm hungry. I have failed to, since Heath's been off, I have failed to remind you guys to rate and review the podcast. We've gotten no reviews since I stopped shaming people <laughs> since Heath's been off. So um, so if you like the show at all, you go to iTunes and you submit a review there. You can click five stars, I hope, if you like it. And then you scroll all the way down and that's where you leave a comment. If you have any issues with it, you can shoot us a direct message on Instagram. You can post it in the Facebook page. We will help you out. We are a small community of people. We try to respond to every single message we get because we, we really are grateful for this community. So let's see. What am I forgetting? Heath was like, don't forget the rating and review. I think that's it. Matt, remind everybody where they can find you, where they can find your, your dog pictures and your creepy <laughs> posts on Instagram. They can't. Scary yeah, you can, things. You can find me at MattStoker1 on Instagram. That's the numeral one, S-T-O-K-E-R is how you spell my name. Uh, you can also find me in the Second Shot Facebook group. That is, I forget the URL for that, but just search Second Shot on Facebook. Yes. You have to join. You have to answer a little question about what you love about Second Shot. Not everybody's doing that, so I'm going to shame you Busted. a little bit and say, <laughs> do that. Um, you get in anyway, but please do that. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you can find us. Uh, you can find us there posting stuff about the show, and and uh, you know, like you said, all, all sorts of different other uh, posts. And it's a it's a good time in the Second Shot Facebook group. So find us there as well. Okay, Michael, where can everybody find you so people can follow along with your um, journey, your business journey? Uh, tentmyglass.com is, is my website. I'm also on Facebook and on uh, Instagram. Same thing, just search tent, T-I-N-T-M-Y-G-L-A-S-S. And I love your Instagram page. You were rocking it. Do you run it yourself or does somebody I run do. it? I do. Oh, my gosh. Yep. 52 years old and he is rocking Instagram. <laughs> he is rocking Instagram. So if you guys can't figure out how to do a rating or review, just remember Michael who's having lunch with 52 people and rocking his Instagram. As for me, uh, second shot Instagram page, my own Instagram page. I told you guys a couple weeks ago I started a safe swaps group if you are looking to swap out some of your home products. We're chatting in there. Facebook.com slash group slash safe swaps. And... Of course, in the Second Shot group. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you soon.